What's up, Inkies? My name is Mia Lane, and this is my podcast, The Black Tat Brat. This is the second episode, but the first video episode. Last time I just did audio, and it's also my first solo episode. So it's just me today. I'm going to be reading some crazy tattoo horror stories that I found on Reddit. <laughs> and I'm also going live on TikTok right now. So like, it's just a lot of cameras looking at me. I- I'm still getting used to it. We're getting it. We're getting it together. I posted a poll on TikTok asking what you guys wanted to see as the next episode as my or listen to as the next episode of my podcast but anyway let's just get into these terrible tattoo tales because some of these things i found on reddit real wild really really wild anyway i'm just gonna get into the first story that i found off of reddit if i feel like and i'll leave it anonymous so brilliant artists when i arrived he said he wasn't in a good mood then he asked me if i was going to cry while being tattooed I'm a heavily tattooed and pierced Gen X mother. I didn't even flinch, period. So I said no, and this man decided he was going to be as heavy-handed as possible. I sat through the entire session stone-faced and silent, blood pouring from my skin. Challenge accepted and I won. It shouldn't be a challenge or getting a tattoo. What the hell? The tattoo is beautiful, but I'll never go back to him. I heard through the grapevine he hates women and likes to make them cry during the session. I guess that's what the attitude was all about. And someone else said they had the same experience. Dude seemed pissed and was drilling into my foot. He had personally, so they had the same experience. The dude seemed pissed and was drilling into their foot. They had personally offended every single one of his ancestors. Apparently the person hates women is what the other comments are saying, which is crazy. I can't believe that there are like people out here that are in business just doing things to people. And this is also why I'm pretty wary of male tattoo artists. I only have three, no, four tattoos that were done by men, but I have over 30 tattoos. So that's telling you something. Most of my tattoos have all been done by women because I hear crazy stuff like this on far too much of a regular basis for my comfort, honestly. Yeah, but this is terrible. The blood pouring from her skin. Shouldn't have had to sit there just to like prove anything to him or just to be like, oh, I'm a woman. I'm not going to cry during my tattoo session. I'm going to prove something to this jerk. She should have just got up and left and I'm not like blaming her for anything, but if somebody has an attitude, I don't want to work with anybody who has an attitude before they tattoo me. Like, personally, that would have been a red flag for me. And I would have been like, do you want to reschedule? Is this not like the right vibe? Do you not like me for whatever reason? Like, I don't know. I would not have sat through it just to prove that I was tough enough to sit through it personally. We get any taps, y'all? Oh boy, here's a cover up tattoo story. These ones are always fun. So I went to get a cover up of this fairy tattoo I had on my hip slash upper thigh that I hated with realistic dark roses. I asked if he could do it for for sure since he mostly did traditional, but his realism work looked good too. Red flag. If 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 they only if they're only posting one style on their page, that's probably the style that they do best. Like, stop just going to people just because you know like that's who I always go to. If they don't do a certain style, why are you gonna try it out today just because you want a cover up? Whatever, especially for a cover-up. You need someone who's good at cover-ups and good at the style that you want the cover-up to be in. They didn't want to pay more for the other artists, so I was like, whatever. I was 19 and dumb, LMAO. I should have spent the extra 300 to get a really good piece, but I learned my lesson for sure. It sucks that that's how we have to learn our lessons sometimes, but it is what it is. Sometimes you just gotta pay a little bit more for a better quality piece, especially when it comes to a cover-up. You should kind of be expecting to pay more. It's a cover-up. So anyway, he finishes and it looks like it's like half done. I don't know how to explain it. And some of the fairy was still peeking through. I didn't say anything because I could barely see it in the mirror mirror because the bench slash tattoo bed was in front of it and I'm short. So it was basically covering the tattoo. I still should have been smarter and looked at it more closely. I don't get that. Like you couldn't move in front of the 
tattoo bed to look at the mirror or was he just stopping you from looking at it in the mirror because that's crazy too i got home i was devastated the shading looked patchy the old tattoo was peeking through and some parts didn't even look finished i was so mad the guy told me he can do a touch-up once it's healed a bit but i refused and ended up going to get that cover up covered up by someone else this does happen a lot people go cheap for the first tattoo then they go cheap for the so i don't know what happened here guys my audio just cut out of the video completely but basically what i was saying is that people have a tendency to go cheap for their first tattoo and then sometimes they don't even learn their lesson then and then they go cheap for the cover-up of that tattoo and then when they realize that they screwed themselves up even more they have to spend like three times or maybe even five times as much money going to an artist that's actually good at cover-ups to cover up the cover-up of a cover-up. And, you know, you could have just gotten a good tattoo in the first place if you were willing to spend a little bit more money, but as this person said at the beginning of the story, they were 19 and dumb and didn't want to spend that much money on a tattoo. And as a result, you may end up spending a lot more money later on in life than that initial tattoo just because you got a bad one. For starters, I'm about 70% covered in tattoos and I'm 27 female. Me and my friend often go to tattoo conventions, period. See me at the Philly tattoo convention, y'all. That's coming up in like 10 days. We'll be at the Philly tattoo convention. Her and her friend often go to tattoo conventions, but at this point she's never gotten tattooed at one. We go to Tommy tattoo convention. I haven't even heard of that one. But this was last year and there was a flash design that I could just not turn down. It's perfect in every way and I need it. I set up the appointment with him. The work in his portfolio looked fine to me. It was on my thigh, easy spot for me to either sit up or lay down. He made me lay down, and the one time I tried to sit up and check it out, he told me not to look and to lay back down. Red flag number one. Literally, my thought was red flag number one, and then she says red flag number one in the post. The guy starts talking to me and starts to ask me what drugs I've tried in life and asks me if I ever want to try X, Y, and Z. Conversation was weird AF, red flag number two. Mid tattoo, he asked me to add him on Snapchat. Snapchat? For, uh, I don't know, apparently Snapchat is the wave again, so I don't know, let's give it a second, y'all. He asked me to add him on Snapchat, says his Instagram got hacked a while ago, and he never made a new one, but he would really like a picture of the tattoo when it's healed, so he had added me on Snapchat so that I can send him a pic. Or you can email it, or... Does it have to be on Snapchat? Like, I don't know. There's no other form of communication that could be used. Like, it just had to be Snapchat. Snapchat is just sketchy. Like, I just feel like all men that are like fuckboys are on Snapchat. So I, I feel like I can see where this is going. Didn't think anything of it at the time. We finished the tattoo. He, he wraps it up and I pay and leave his booth to go walk around the convention. About an hour later, he messages me on Snapchat to come back to his booth because he forgot to take pictures of it fresh. Okay, understandable. I go back to his booth and he didn't even want a picture of it at all. All he wanted was to ask me if me and my friend wanted to go back to his hotel to party with him and do one of the drugs he had asked me if I wanted to try. Creeper alert, huge red flag, no, 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 no. Obviously I declined and walked away. It was very, very creepy. I get home to find out my tattoo is very blown out. Ink spread under the skin, the bruising effect of a blowout, spread a good 1.5 inches from the tattoo itself. Yeah, he fucked my shit up, quote unquote. <laughs> I message him and let him know how he caused bad blowout, how bad the blowout was. It's just all, it's not really typed out really well, so bear with me. 
I messaged him and let him know how he caused bad blowout just so he was aware and he responded with, I'm in town only for two more days. You can come to my hotel. No, I'm not coming to your hotel, sir. And I can fix it for you. Bruh, what? <laughs> the way she types is so funny. Needless to say, I blocked him and since then have been in the process of getting other tattoos around it to cover up the blowout. Damn, that sucks. Also, another thing that made the experience bad was the fact that before we did the tattoo, we agreed on 250 and when we were done, I sent him the money via Venmo. He asked me to, and he looked at me and goes, 250 question mark. Where's the estimate? 250 question mark. I thought we agreed on 500 and he was dead serious. This is why things need to be done in writing. Even at a convention, like I feel like they're like, we should be writing on the consent forms like okay it is on the consent forms at the convention but like at any time like an appointment at the shop like usually the price is agreed upon in the email confirming the appointment so we can both refer back to it we both know what the price is there's no confusion there's no just like oh yeah i said this you said that because that that's not that doesn't end well he was dead serious i had to grab his booth mate who was there when i asked for a price and he told me 250. He told the guy that, yeah, we agreed on that price and he got pissy that he undercharged me for the piece. Yikes. Well, at least she didn't like go off and party with him in the hopes of getting like free tattoos because I hear stories like that where girls kind of get into bad situations because they thought that they could get free tattoos from somebody and they end up being like a really creepy person who does really creepy things to them. Or hanging out with a creepy guy just to get free tattoos, it's never worth it, so don't do it. I'm glad that she didn't do it and she knew that this dude was like a weirdo. Sucks that her tattoo got blown out so bad, but it seems like she's mitigating the situation by getting other tattoos around it to, to fix it up. Let's see, what stories do I have now? Whenever I like talk on camera like this, I feel like I, I can't breathe through my nose for some reason. I can, but like in the, I don't know, I'm just like talking so fast or something. Sorry, podcast. Anyway, next story. I traveled four hours for the convention. Artist shows up seven hours late for our appointment. <laughs> How? They should already be there. They didn't want to do what we originally agreed on. I was okay with the new idea because I liked his work. Where do y'all find clients like this? Y'all, some of these stories I found, these clients are like clients that I would kill to have. Like, they're literally such amazing clients and they, they end up with the worst tattoo artists. And I'm just like, I want, like, how do you end up going to these terrible people when like, I'm right here and I want to tattoo you too. Like, that's just so crazy. Like, I just don't get that. I was okay with the new idea because I liked his work. Spent four hours on my arm first day, mostly drawing starting outline. He asked me to stay in a hotel overnight. So sketchy. Like, I guess you gotta do what you gotta do because you can't stay at the convention center the whole time, but that's weird. I would just be like, we just have to reschedule for either another day of this convention or we need to go to your shop and finish this because I'm not coming to your hotel room to get tattooed. No, thank you. I'm okay. Asked me to stay in a hotel overnight to continue doing it. Nine hours the second day, and now I have a nearly blacked out arm that's famous in Texas for how bad it is. Oh no, I want to see it. Where is it? I can't. I'm not going to be able to find it. Turns out he was going through a breakup that weekend. I've had experiences with this. Tattoo artists going through a breakup and not delivering their best work. Unfortunately, this has happened to me. It's crazy. Turns out he was going through a bre breakup that weekend with a very wealthy female. And he was also taking breaks to do coke. 
I've heard a lot of stories like this. <laughs> Not even gonna lie, this is very common. Nearly fought another customer in the booth next to us. Horrible experience and I should have never let him start the second day. 10 years later, I still have had the arm. I'm finally having it lasered off. <laughs> and all the comments are like, I wanna see the sleeve and they didn't post it. Gosh dang it. Oh, this one's really crazy. This one's ridiculous. Next story. Had an appointment with an artist of some repute, repute, scheduled for five months. Paid a non-refundable $500 deposit upfront happily. They literally put happily. I had a video kind of blowing up on TikTok a little bit and like in the video I said that I have a $100 deposit and someone was like, $100 deposit? Don't you think that's a little bit much? And this person's paying $500 upfront happily. You think I'm worried about somebody on TikTok who probably doesn't even have a tattoo? talking about a hundred dollar deposit <laughs> like I'm like a hundred dollar deposit is very normal like I don't even know what the hell she was talking about there's literally just like two sides to the, the tattoo world there's people who don't want to pay for tattoos they just want to be tattooed they don't want to pay for it and then there's people who really understand the work and the artistry that goes behind being a tattoo artist and delivering a good body of work and they're happy to pay clearly but somehow they keep ending up going to the worst artists like keep going to the meanest artists but so i'm sure these artists are incredibly talented and that's what draws the people in but they're clearly not the best business people but let's just get into the rest of the story five days before appointment day i tested positive for covid I have a whole nother story about this. I emailed the artist to inform him and suggest rescheduling at his next availability. Very responsible. And they let them know at least five days before, 10 points for you. The response was an immediate text saying, dude, are you trying to bail? I responded and said bailing was the last thing I was doing. If I wanted to bail, I'd bail, not give more than five days of advance notice. That's very true. This is a very good client. I was trying to respect both both of our health and safety. He got pissy and tried to pressure me to come in anyway to be tattooed for eight hours with COVID because as he said, I'm not afraid of the common cold. I am, shit, I'm not trying to get sick. I really appreciate it when people cancel because they're feeling under the weather or whatever and they don't want to spread that to me, but clearly other people don't care about that. It's not the common cold, it's COVID. <laughs> His assistant obviously talked sense into him and I got an email acknowledging that getting tattooed while COVID positive was not a good idea and offered me a rescheduled appointment 30 days later as he had had a cancellation. I happily accepted it and even offered to advance another 500 to $1,000 of the agreed upon price as a gesture of good faith. Where are these clients at? Where are y'all at? Calm down. I promise you I will never do any of the stuff that these people are doing to you because this is insane. Happily will pay another 500 to 1000 up front just to show that he's not trying to bail. He actually wants to get this tattoo. In response, the artist demanded an additional $500 deposit. I asked if this is a further advance on the agreed upon price and paying for that and that's gonna be taken off the price as which I offered previously or an additional 500 on top of the agreed upon price. Very good questions. Like this person is an amazing client and they're very smart. He confirmed this was an extra $500. So I responded by saying I was not going to do that. I don't know how much the tattoo was supposed to be originally. They never say that, but clearly probably gonna be a couple thousand dollars. A couple days later, the artist texted me, said he was kind of willing to go forward under your conditions of my getting screwed today, but curious on your view of the situation. 
and that was all in like quotation marks. Less than a day later, before I had a chance to respond with my view of the situation, he canceled the rescheduled date they gave me for 30 days later. At that point, I viewed this as a bullet dodge even though I'm out $500 for nothing. Essentially, my choices were to come in and get tattooed while COVID positive, in obscene disregard for my, his, and his staff, other customers' health and safety, or pay him an additional $500 for the privilege of rescheduling to a date he offered after another can customer canceled. He's a great artist, but a piece of shit human as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> so that's that does unfortunately happen sometimes. Some people have like the most amazing, beautiful work and you'll do like literally anything to get tattooed by them and they just crush you by how disappointing of a human being that they are. And unfortunately, not something like this specifically has happened to me, but I have been like disappointed by the that tattooing experience I received by people who I really looked up to and was really expecting a more professional experience from. But yeah, it'd be like that sometimes. That's why we as tattoo artists, we always get on our clients for being that they have to be the best clients and do all this stuff right to get tattooed by us. But we need to do better as tattoo artists and really start offering a luxury experience with our luxury service because we can all agree that tattoos are a luxury, but deep from these stories people are not getting luxury experiences like this is not luxury this is not what luxury is supposed to be like next was getting tattooed i think i was already four hours in and i needed a break badly we took one i felt unwell enough to want to reschedule to a second session for later the artist convinced me to stay so she can blast more color into my arm so she can post the finished product to her Instagram. I'm sorry, I can't talk, y'all. I got used to get talking on camera. At some point, her kids came into the room yelling and screaming while I'm being tattooed. I have so many comments on this. Anyway, overall, incredibly stressful session. Have not gone back since and don't plan to. Result was lovely, but I did not like the environment of her shop for the above reasons. Let's repeat after me, folks. Kids do not belong in tattoo shops. We gotta cut it out. I have seen some very cute videos of kids getting temporary tattoos in tattoo shops and that's all fine and dandy. And I think it's fine, like you own a tattoo shop, you work at a tattoo shop and you bring your kids in when nobody is actually tattooing and you just wanna show them around and be like, this is what I do for work. I think that's cute, fine and dandy. This is not cute. Having your kids run through your tattoo session, again, we're talking about something that's supposed to be a luxury service. You're definitely distracting the artist. If you're the mother, you're getting distracted because your kids are running around. So I don't believe that you're doing the best job on my tattoo if you're worried about your kids running and screaming through the tattoo appointment. I'm assuming this was a home studio or maybe she just had her kids at the shop for whatever reason, but I think stuff like this is really inappropriate when people allow kids to be in tattoo studios. One of my clients brought her little brother to the appointment and he wasn't like little, he was like 16 or something. But even still, he kept coming. I told him he had to wait in the lobby because he was underage to be in the tattoo room because I don't, I don't play that. I don't care if you're a fetus or 17. You're not coming in here unless you're 18. But he kept walking in asking, are you guys almost done? I want to do something else. I'm so bored, blah, blah, blah. At his big age of 16. So I can only imagine a five-year-old, eight-year-old, two-year-old fidgeting, hollering, screaming, wanting the attention of their mother. And y'all are just like, oh, we got like five hours left in this tattoo. Just sit there and deal with it. Shut up, <laughs> get over it. I'll come over there and deal with you later. No, that's not cool. That's not a luxury experience. That's not 
girl bossing. I saw the craziest pose. I had to unfollow the tattoo artist. She had her young baby strapped to her chest as she was doing a tattoo. And there was a lot of comments being like, oh, girl boss, yes, mom, entrepreneur, we got this, women can do anything. And the other half of the comments had brain cells and were like, it's not sanitary. This is not sanitary for the baby. It's not sanitary for the client. This is not okay. Like, I don't care what your situation is. There's no reason for you to be tattooing while you're holding your baby. But a lot of comments on that post, I saw the lady tattooing with her baby on her were like, this is unsanitary. Like, what if you slip and the baby falls onto the tattoo or whatever? And she's like, I would never slip. I'm a professional. I've been tattooing for 12 years. You have not been tattooing for 12 years with a baby strapped to your chest. That's brand new, actually. And besides that, whatever, you're so professional and perfect, you're not going to make any mistakes. What if the baby throws up and it lands on the tattoo? What if your kids are running through the tattoo studio and they, you know, yank your power supply cord out the wall? or they knock over your whole station. What if something happens that is completely out of your control, but it's because you had a kid there, now the tattoo session is fucked, it's over. Like, what do you do? Like, seriously, what, what are you gonna do if your baby throws up mid-tattoo, you're holding him while you're tattooing over somebody and the throw up lands on the tattoo? What happens in that situation? I'd love to know. So I am vehemently against children in tattoo studios. It's not because I don't like kids. It's really because I feel like parents who bring children into tattoo studios are very irresponsible. By a result, the kids tend to be not well behaved. <laughs> I don't particularly enjoy being around like badly behaved children or whatever, especially while you're tattooing and supposed to be getting a luxury service. All right, here's one. This one sucks because this person's, if I that kid is under 10, I'm asking for a discount on their age times four, literally though, because why, why do we have little kids? This is not a fucking Chuck E. Cheese, ma'am. This is a Wendy's. It's not, <laughs> this is a tattoo studio. Get it together, y'all. This one is someone's first tattoo story, which sucks. I hate it when people have bad experiences for their first tattoos because it's just not fair. Like puts a bad taste in their mouth and it probably stops them from getting tattoos in the future. That's why we as artists have to be on our best behavior because if you turn one person off, that's a lost client for all of us, really. So. My first and so far only tattoo. This is a long one. I decided to get a sleeve of an idea I had been thinking about for eight years. I wanted a griffin at the top of my arm, period. Where are you people at? Swooping down in a hydra wrapping up from the bottom with a storm in the background. Well thought out idea, cool ass idea. What can go wrong in this situation? Please let me know. My friend said she knew an artist who loved doing Greek mythology. I checked his work and it looked great. Perfect, so what's gonna go wrong here? Let me know. I scheduled a consultation and everything went well. I came in for the first session and I thought we were doing the whole outline, but he decided just the griffin first. Okay, take it in slow, no big deal. Outline went fine and then about three weeks later we did the color for the griffin and that went perfectly fine. We had scheduled two more appointments, one in November, one in December. A couple weeks later, I realized my work is going to conflict with my December appointment, so I let him know that I can make November, but I can't for December. He says, okay, not a problem. And I figured, well, we'll schedule it next session. Now things get fucky. That's literally what they said, fucky. Okay. It's November, and I leave for my appointment, and when I show up, my artist is out front and is like, hey, what are you doing here? 
I said, I'm here for my session. And he thought, I thought you couldn't make today. And I said, no, I can't make it in December. And he says, oh, I already scheduled somebody. Thanks. The other client shows up and he asks if I can do another day and he'll cut me a deal. Then he pushes back that date like three more times. I don't think I've ever really done that. I've never like rescheduled a client. Like, some people usually reach, reach out to me to reschedule, but I've never been like, oh, so much is going on. Like, if we set a date, we set a date. I'm gonna be there. And I can only hope and pray that you'll be there too. Once we finally do the session for the Hydra heads, he only does two of the three heads and he claims he needs more time for the third head. We schedule for a day or two after Christmas. It's the day before my session and I messaged him to making sure we're still on for tomorrow. And he replies saying he's too sick and can't make it and he'll get back to me about scheduling. Messaged him a couple days later and he says first opening he has is February 1st and my last session was in November and it's December. February 1st rolls around and I come in and I get the outline of the last head done. Now things get really shitty. <laughs> so I always tip really well and when he went outside for some air after the session he saw my car and was like wow that's a nice car. He was plotting on him big. Damn you must be making the big bucks. I said, yeah, it's a good career. Later that night, he messages me and asks if I can spot him 250 and he'll take 300 off my next session after I paid and tipped already. I said, no, I can't do that. Good for you, because what the f Spot you 250 for what? I already just paid you money. What do you, what? This is interesting. He was like, oh, he has money. He has money to spare. He always tips me. Crazy, should not take advantage of your clients like that. So it's the day of coloring the heads and I'm getting ready to head to the shop and he calls me. He says he doesn't have a ride and he needs me to pick him up on the way to the shop. I figured, well, either this or I don't have a session. So I get him and it was on the way anyway. <laughs> I would not have done that. So people have done asked me that before. Can you pick me up for our tattoo? No, my clients have asked me to pick them up. I have not asked the client to pick me up for a tattoo session, but a client has asked me to pick them up. And I didn't really feel comfortable because I didn't know them. And I was just like, we can just do this on a day that like you can actually get here yourself because I don't know. I didn't want to do it. I figured, well, it's either this or I don't have a session. So I get him and it was on the way anyway. He only colors one head and leaves the other three saying he wants to do each one on its own so he can really think them through and make sure they're well done. I was frustrated, but fine, whatever. I messaged him a week later asking if we can do both heads in one go as I wanted as much done before the summertime as possible. That's fair. It's April at this point and he says, okay, it's now the day of my session and I had to use PTO to leave my new job and to go to the shop. Now it's serious. Again, where are y'all getting these fantastical clients that would literally do anything to get tattooed by y'all, but then you treat them like crap. It's not fair. Like I have some really amazing clients, but I don't have a ton of amazing clients. <laughs> I'm not saying that I have like bad clients. All my clients are great. I just, the process of building up my clientele and I'm like dying for people like this. Instead, I get people on TikTok arguing with me about a hundred dollar deposit. Like I would literally die for these people. <laughs> like, says, okay, it's now the day of my session and I had to use PTO to leave my new job and to go to the shop. I get there and nobody is out front. Boy, doors are locked, lights off, so literally nobody's there. I call him and I ask where he is, no answer. He calls me back saying he's too sick, again, been throwing up all night, must have eaten something bad and we need to reschedule. 
I'm furious at this point. You have every right to be, but I have no choice. So I'm heading, you do have a choice. Go to somebody else to get it finished. And anyway, I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. So I'm heading home, talking to my wife and see that he's calling me unprofessional. I answer and ask, what does he need? And he says, hey, since you're out, can you pick me up some cigarettes? I thought you were sick and throwing up and dying on the floor and that's why I can't get my tattoo today and now you want me to pick you up some cigarettes. At this point, I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> like, that ass, like, are you I'm good in the head? Because you can't possibly be. Several friends told me to check another studio and that they would understand, literally. The new studio was great. The woman knew exactly who I was dealing with and said he has a rep for flaking, bailing, asking for money, etc. All right, y'all, I had to change the situation up. My camera died, but we're back. I'm back, I'm back, and I have a couple more tales to tell. Anyway, I found the shotgun story. I went to a tattoo parlor, open late, and the owner was wasted drunk, comes out with a shotgun and starts waving it around. Hell no. It accidentally goes off and blows a huge hole in the floor. He was promptly tackled by about five tattoo artists and disarmed. <laughs> Jeez. He then went to his office. I feel like it's a, a regular occurrence. They knew that that was about to go down and they're like, okay, we gotta get, we gotta get the boss. We gotta take him down again. Just a regular Thursday. He was promptly tackled by about five tattoo artists and disarmed. He then went to his office and got a handgun and started popping off in the parking lot outside until he went home. And yes, I did stay and I got my tattoo. Good for you. Honestly, that's wild. That's actually wild. That's, that's what it sounds like this person would go back again, even though that happened. I only have a couple stories left. Oh yeah, this one was crazy. I think this will be the last one that I end out this episode on. I'm gonna put a trigger warning before this one. It does have some animal abuse, a mention of animal abuse in it. So if you don't like hearing animals being abused, then don't listen to anything. Oh man, my 21st birthday, my friend and I made the spontaneous decision to get matching tattoos. Fun. They were small joke tattoos that we were gonna get below our bikini line, so it wasn't like we were looking for the best artist out there. I don't care what the tattoo is. I don't want anybody to like screw up on me. So I'm gonna be looking to see that they're at least good at the very least. Like I'm not just gonna go anywhere without looking at the body of work first. And personally, that's just me. That's not what the story's saying. That's that's what I'm saying. And when I say that, people are like, oh, it's just a tattoo. I just went and got whatever. And I'm, I can see that. I can see that. We end up with stories like this on Reddit because it's just a tattoo and I was just gonna go wherever. It wasn't like we were looking for the best artist out there, just someone who could tattoo a couple words without fucking up. You'd be surprised at how easy that is to fuck up. We found this tiny little tattoo parlor near my place that had availability. This was before the time of Yelp and such, so we just went without any idea of what we were getting into. We get there and it seems relatively normal. Only one guy was working and he looked like a death rock version of Filch from Harry Potter. I gotta look up and see what that looks like. But whatever, seemed fine. Anyway, I'm on the chair on my stomach and he's already tattooing when I look up and see amateur photo after photo of dogs covered in tattoos. Like real ones. No, not the puppies. Like these were dogs he had tattooed. Like I was actually getting tattooed by someone who had the fucking audacity to subject dogs to tattoos. And before you ask, these were definitely for personal photos. Why didn't you leave? As soon as I saw that, I was like, is that dog with tattoos? He'd be like, yeah, I tattooed that dog. 
immediately the, it, it's over i'm leaving i'm leaving and i'm calling the cops actually i'm gonna be a karen i'm calling the police on you because what the hell is wrong with you actually and i know i'm laughing but this is actually so fucked up like this is actually crazy for you asked these were definitely personal photos not just something he found he was even in some of the photos yeah so he was definitely fucking tattooing dogs like a fucking dick die <laughs> that's all i have to say i just want him to die he was even in some of the photos. Not only that, but most of them were pit bulls and they had trimmed ears, which I was vehemently against. Anyway, I sort of wish I had just gotten up and left, me too, but I was 21 and didn't have the courage or the inner rage quite built up yet, so I ended up just calling the Humane Society, at least she did something, to see if there was a precedent for reporting him. Turned out there wasn't. Although I think the law has changed since then, but his shop isn't open anymore from what I know. Thank God. Like maybe even though they said it didn't really do nothing, maybe it did. Her calling the Humane Society because the shop's not open anymore. And maybe just like other people knew he was doing that to the poor puppies. And he just, I hope he dies he, a very painful death because why would you do that to a dog? It just pissed me off so bad because like I would never do any of this stuff to people yet like I feel like it's so hard to like be a young artist and put yourself out there and get new clients when there's already so many established people I'm not saying that every established talented tattoo artist is a jerk off but I've heard far too many of these stories from real life people in real life seeing them on reddit seeing them on social media of people going to people who have good reputations they have good careers but they have great portfolios but they may not share themselves on social media like that. So people don't really know what they're getting into before the appointment and they just go based off the work and then they get really disappointed because they have a bad experience. And it kind of just turns them off from getting tattooed in general because like, if I, I did what I was supposed to do, like I did my research, I found a good artist and this shit still happened to me. So I really hate hearing stories like this, but I want to spread some awareness like you guys can get up if you feel uncomfortable during a tattoo session please get up if you see that somebody has tattooed literal dogs like if they're literally tattooing dogs please don't get tattooed by them like they could have been using that equipment they're probably using the same equipment that they use to tattoo animals that cannot consent to anything they probably use the same equipment on you um so if you see any like weird funky stuff like that don't be afraid to walk out like they should have had their shit together at the end of the day don't feel bad like oh i'm taking money from this person like the dude was literally tattooing dogs and like these other people just don't 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 want to show up on time don't care about clients don't want to honor what they said like i would just never do this to any of my clients i would kill to have some of the clients in these stories man like especially that person who said i happily pay 500 up front and i'll happily pay it again because i had to reschedule on my artists at the last minute where are you people at like please please reach out for a tattoo from me please i promise you i'll treat you so much better than these raggedy ass artists treated you because this is absolutely insane like i really can't believe that people are getting treated like this in what is supposed to be a luxury service industry and a lot of us are just not providing that luxury service like something that i don't really like about my current location that i'm tattooing from like i just don't like the location i want to be able to provide like a super nice like all glass storefront tattoo shop for people but i'm still young and i just can't do that yet but i will be able to do it eventually i just need to be patient and to save my money up and travel around a little bit and see where i can make 
the best luxury experience for my clients like there's decent parking but it's just not cute like it's not aesthetically pleasing it's not the outside isn't at least i make the inside look cute but i can't control what happens on the outside i digress all that to say book me so that i can offer you guys like a, a, an extreme luxury tattoo experience <laughs> the best tattoo experience possible i'm really trying to change up my locations find some place that's really nice that i can really just go all out and just like do better than all these people and and like put a good name on the tattoo industry like so many people are hesitant to get tattooed just because they hear stories like this they have real life experience with tattoo artists that are just straight up terrible that turns them off from wanting to get tattooed and that hurts all of us like that person might never get tattooed again and to me that's like a loss for all of us like especially if more and more of the stuff keeps happening and we're not stepping up and we're not being professionals that we should be like we need to be on our shit just like we expect our clients to be on our shit i hope those stories don't scare you too much from getting tattooed i promise i would never do anyone like that like these stories we're just scratching the surface i'm sure there's way crazier things i can find and i want you guys to send me your stories too so there might be a link in the show notes where you can anonymously <laughs> send me some of your tattoo stories if you're interested in booking a tattoo appointment with me or just a consultation you can use the link in the show notes or the link in my instagram bio or the link in my tiktok bio all the same link all the same username me elaine tattoo m-i-a-l-a-y-n-e tattoo i am booking january through march and at the end of the march i'm going to be in chicago with the ladies of ink tour it's an all black woman tattooer tour and i'm super excited that they chose me to be a part of it so i really hope you guys come through and book me for chicago because that will be my first time in Chicago and like only like my second time really going out of state to tattoo. And I did run a poll before when I was telling people I wanted to travel in the guest spot and stuff. A lot of people did say I should go to Chicago. So I will be in Chicago at the end of March. So hit me up if you're interested in booking. I'm pretty sure it's going to be a convention. I just have to double check the details and everything like that. Book me so I can open up a super fancy nice shop and give you guys the best tattoo experience possible. I'm already going to do my best to give you the best experience possible, but I just know that if the location was what I wanted it to be, everything can just be elevated to like the next level. Like tattooing should be a luxury experience. And I just don't think enough shops are providing that personally. But yeah, guys, see you in the next episode.